0: Welcome to Water-Cooled Potato, your guide to the obsolete and absurd tech of the past, present, and future. I'm John. I'm Kevin. And today, we're going to the future.
1: The future?
0: Yes, the future. A place where this product could exist. The surface of the Earth is over 70% water. According to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration... More than 80% of the world's oceans remain unexplored. If only you could breathe underwater, imagine all wow. of the amazing things you could see in the unexplored depths.
1: There have been so many water-breathing devices.
0: <laughs> in 2014, South Korean designer Jibyan Yeon announced that he was developing the world's first artificial gills. Let's begin our dive into the mysterious depths of the Triton Gill. Jan believed that the ability to easily breathe underwater for extended periods without the need for bulky equipment and training would change people's lives. The device would extract oxygen by passing water through a filter made of fine threads with holes smaller than water molecules. He stated that, quote, Using a very small but powerful microcompressor, it compresses oxygen and stores the extracted oxygen in a storage tank. The microcompressor operates through a micro-battery. The micro-battery is a next-generation technology with a size 30 times smaller than current battery that can quickly charge 1,000 times faster. Oh no. This announcement was met with skepticism. Marine biologist and diver Alistair Dove estimated that the device would need to process about 25 gallons of water per minute to produce enough oxygen to keep a person alive while swimming slowly.
1: Yes, one of the main problems of this proposed technology is it needs to be pretty fast for it to keep up to a single human.
0: And that estimate of 25 gallons per minute is assuming a 100% oxygen extraction efficiency. Mm-hmm. For two years, during which Jan was presumably hard at work on development, there was little word on the status of the project. Then, in mid-March of 2016, Triton, a company existing of Jan, a marketer and a Swedish entrepreneur, announced the launch of a crowdfunding campaign for the Triton Gill.
1: Was it Indiegogo? You bet. Ah, oh, yeah.
0: The Triton gill is the world's first fully functional artificial gill allowing users to breathe naturally underwater by extracting oxygen from the water using the microporous hollow fiber filter containing a quote, "special compound on the inside which quote, "blends the oxygen with compound by chemical way" this apparently works by forcing water through quote, holes smaller than water molecules that would allow oxygen through but not the water. The extracted oxygen would then be compressed by modified dual microcompressors, which are low-power electrical components, and are controlled with sensitive sensors. The oxygen is compressed and stored in a small tank. All this would be powered by a modified lithium micro-battery that is 30 times smaller and charges 1,000 times faster than normal batteries. This battery would power the unit for 45 minutes on a single charge.
1: Yeah, right.
0: And all of this in a device only slightly larger than two cobs of corn. It looks vaguely like a fancy garage door opener with two handlebar grips sticking out the sides, and a mouthpiece on the front of it.
1: So there's no way to secure it to your face, really?
0: You just, like, bite down on the mouthpiece, as far as I can tell.
1: That's not really secure.
0: Oh, we're just getting started with what's wrong with this. I know. You could own this amazing piece of futuristic advanced technology for only... $299 Order now That is too cheap And boy did people order In the first 24 hours The Indiegogo campaign Received over $100,000 In backing
1: (laughs) How are they gonna
0: Ah, The battery alone Oh yeah Every time someone makes unreal battery claims, you know something funny is up. Now, as is clear, there are a few giant bright red flags here. First, we have some very strange claims, including a battery with 30 times more energy density, a dual micro compressor, whatever that is, and... An unnamed special compound. The company seems to feel that throwing the word modified in front of everything makes it sound more legit. And it's important to point out that unlike Kickstarter, Indiegogo does not require proof of a working prototype for technical projects.
1: And if all of this technology did exist, it would be much more expensive than $300.
0: You know, you would think so, but... It's amazing how cheap futuristic advanced technology is getting these days.
1: Oh, you mean I can buy that $20,000 server
0: for 500 bucks? I mean... Yeah, in in 10 years. I don't want
1: to wait 20 years. I want to bu- No, I want to buy it now! Ah,
0: time's not real. Let me just hop in my TARDIS, and I'll go grab you one of these.
1: I'll go in the telephone booth.
0: All right, so... Unsurprisingly, people were quick to question the legitimacy of the company's claims. Over the next few weeks, journalists and experts were quick to point out some rather concerning things. Mm-hmm. Dr. Neil Pollock, a hyperbaric medicine and environmental physiology research associate at Duke University, told Gear Junkie, quote, It's not realistic, it's science fiction. You have to both run a lot of water through your product, and have a means to separate it. They have some kind of filter system that they say works with a membrane, but what entices the oxygen to go through the membrane? The explanation is not compelling. Estimates for how much water you'd have to process range from 24 to 26 gallons per minute to keep a person alive, and again... That's assuming a 100% oxygen extraction efficiency and low-speed swimming.
1: Yeah, you can't be inactive in one place. you got to constantly have water moving.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing, too. You need to constantly be taking in fresh water. Now, a 100% efficiency on... Anything is almost impossible. There are very, very, very few things that are that efficient. The only thing that I can think of offhand that's 100% efficient is an electric heater because generally, Mm -hmm. electrically, the waste is dissipated as heat. So if your goal is to produce heat, it's 100% efficient.
1: Yay!
0: For extracting oxygen from water, 100% efficiency would be truly extraordinary. I have personally worked with pumps that can move about half of the volume of water that you would need for this system, and they're neither small enough nor low enough power to work in a mask this size. The battery alone to power pumps that powerful wouldn't even come close to fitting in that mask if you want a 45-minute runtime, and the pumps would be larger than the mask. It's just moving that amount of water through that small of a mask without external power or pumps or anything is extremely scientifically improbable. And if the battery is 30 times smaller, then I'll just assume the claim that that the energy density is higher because you can make a small battery. That's not impressive if it doesn't hold more energy. I'm assuming the claim is higher energy density. And if I'm reading this chart I found on the internet correctly, that would give an energy density several times that of dynamite. Yes, let's strap that to your face. This seems like a fantastic idea. And it claims to be a modified lithium battery. Lithium combusts upon contact with water, as far as I know. Oh. So this seems like a fantastic thing to put on your face underwater. Something that's 30 times more energy-dense than a regular lithium battery. And if you've ever seen a normal lithium battery on fire, that's not something you would want on fire near your face. Let alone if it was 30 times more powerful. Well, you see,
1: it's submerged in the water. It can't be on fire.
0: Yes, this logic seems foolproof. Let's go ahead. (laughs) According to deep-sea ecologist Andrew David Toller, in an email to Tech Insider... Quote, their battery system would have to be orders of magnitude more efficient than anything on the market. At which point, you have to wonder why you'd wrap that up in a gimmicky set of gills rather than selling the battery technology. It'd be like cracking cold fusion, but only using it to power a novelty clown lamp. This is one of my all-time favorite quotes. I love it. However, powering the pumps is apparently not a concern to the company. Since their diagram shows no pumps. They somehow are going to move 25 gallons a minute, approximately, through this device without a pump. Yeah, that seems like it'll work. No! I see no engineering problems here whatsoever. This seems solid. They're Olympic swimmers, obviously. Yeah, you're gonna... Swim extremely fast. And breathe normally. Yes, you are going to breathe slowly while s- swimming at top speed. Mm hmm. This seems perfectly reasonable. On top of all of that, even if the mask works, it could kill you. Normally, the air you breathe is around 80% nitrogen and 20% oxygen. Mm -hmm. typically a scuba diving rig makes sure that you're breathing a proper mix and pressure of air for whatever depth you're at and makes sure you don't die if this device works it produces only pure oxygen
1: which we can't really breathe
0: yes breathing pure oxygen is not healthy Dr. Pollock notes that it would be extremely dangerous at depths deeper than 15 feet because at these depths, pure oxygen becomes toxic. And if it doesn't manage to flat-out kill you, it'll cause damage to your eyes and your lungs. Woo! Man, I'm learning so many new ways to die with this. Yeah. The company says this isn't a concern because, quote, it will become difficult to use and vibrate. When you hit 15 feet. What? That's not necessarily going to stop an idiot from trying to go deeper, and it becomes toxic at 15 feet seems like a slightly bigger issue than what you solve by having it vibrate. That makes no sense! You are going to die!
1: Okay, but this wasn't mentioned anywhere else, just in their reply?
0: I believe they mentioned the 15 foot limit. But not that you'll die.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's totally not an important detail.
0: One unfortunate fact with this is that the original Kickstarter campaign is gone, and I was unable to find it in the Wayback Machine. No. So all I have to go on is screenshots, articles and the remaining copies of their video, which was re-uploaded by all those YouTube channels that talk about the technology of the future with no regard for whether or not it's scientifically possible. (laughs) Of course. In answer to criticism, the company provided videos proving that the device works. Right. Journalists quickly pointed out that they are always 60 seconds or less. (laughs) When asked to provide an unedited video of someone using the device for longer than a minute, they did not respond. Well, duh! Yan, the original designer, has no physics or engineering background that we know of. And the other two members of the team are an entrepreneur and a marketer who also have no known technical background. How the heck did they make this then? Someone's good at Blender.
1: Yeah, but that's not going to make a real product, not necessarily.
0: eh, ah, they'll worry about that after they get the funding, as this next bit shows. They plan to hire a technician in marine technology. Immediately before the product ships, though, apparently, at the point which, like, development should be done, so... Yeah. Uh, okay. Saeed Kidami, the self-described Swedish entrepreneur responded to Backer's concerns about the article written two years ago by Alistair Dove, that's the one mentioned at the beginning, where the guy states that you need to move about 25 gallons of water per minute through this. He responded to Backer's concerns by saying, Yes, I have a very easy explanation for that. First of all, that article is from January 2014, more than two years ago. The second, the technology with Triton is not the same because we have not yet released the full technology data of Triton due to our patents, and what the article is saying is a theory we had when we first just designed Triton, we have achieved a lot since then. Smiley face. Oh no! An answer which effectively says, shut up and don't worry about it, it's magic. Yep. But with the smiley face <laughs> at the end! <laughs> oh yeah, very friendly scam artist. So... In the two years since that first article, when the concept was first shown, the device shows no change in those entire two years of development. The only progress that I can see is it appears to have gone from 3D render to 3D printed prototype. Whoa! If his statement is true and the technology totally changed you would think that would make the device look at least slightly different externally. Nah! Something at all, but no. The prototype is exactly the same as the concept from two years earlier. And, just a little side note here that I noticed, the prototype appears to have been mostly made with FDM 3D printing, a method of manufacture that I personally know is not particularly suited to producing watertight components.
1: Oh, totally not, Lee!
0: Yeah. Let me just, before we proceed, show you an image of what this thing looks like. So, this first image here is a render, and this second image is the 3D printed prototype, and this third image is a diagram of the internal components. Now, what are your thoughts on the appearance of this particular device?
1: Well, I don't know if it was this exact company, but I am not new to the concept of gills so humans can breathe them underwater. It looks pretty much as I expect, a bunch of things sticking out in an area in the middle for water to supposedly go through and make you magically breathe. The third one
0: with a battery, dual micro... <laughs> Oh, the dual microcompressors on the bottom? Yeah, and the dual microcompressor... Okay, several things to note with their diagram of the internal components. What? LED module? (laughs) Okay. Those air tanks are tiny! All of the internal components are basically just rectangles.
1: Oh, there is a vibrator to let you know that uh, you're going (laughs) to die.
0: Yeah. So, the, the internal diagram shows, for one thing like, a concerning amount of wasted space toward the front. And then the dual microcompressor is the largest component, occupying somewhere in the neighborhood of two-thirds of the space.
1: Yeah, at least.
0: The air tank is very, 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 very small. How that's supposed to hold enough air for a full breath, I don't know.
1: I don't think it does. There's an
0: LED module, which appears to be roughly the same size as the air tank, it's really hard to tell. The lithium battery appears to be, if I had to estimate, in the neighborhood of two to four hundred milliamp hours based on its approximate size. It's a little hard to get a sense of scale here, though. I could be generous and say 800 milliamp hours. Uh Still not going to power a pump capable of moving 20... Well, you see,
1: we have a brand new battery technology! Yes.
0: 30 times more power and 1,000 times faster charging. Uh Uh-huh. And just as far as the general design goes, it really looks like handlebars. At least, to me, it looks like a little mask with handlebars sticking out of it. Okay, back to the story. So... None of their other responses to questions on Indiegogo actually address any technical concerns. They're all just more of the same line of BS that doesn't really explain anything and basically tells you not to worry about it. However, the fact that the device is scientifically improbable, to put it kindly, didn't stop people from backing the project. Wanna guess the funding?
1: Something's telling me it managed to hit a million.
0: It quickly reached $900,000 in funding.
1: Ah, close.
0: Eventually, common sense and critical thinking, or more accurately news stories, prevailed. With what must have been a staggering amount of questions and evidence piling up, co-founder Saeed decided to clear things up by telling Daily Mail that the device actually uses cylinders of liquid oxygen. What? Quote, The article, Gear Junkie, is only based on the artificial gills. For us, the difficulty to make Triton work was how to connect these two technology in Triton. It would not work without the artificial gills, and the artificial gills would not work without the liquid oxygen. It is the connection between these two technology that makes Triton work. It took us three years.
1: These two technologies. Yes,
0: clearly English is not the first language of anyone working on the project, and if they were targeting an English-speaking market... Ideally, they'd have an English proofreader, at least. Yes. So, I'm not gonna criticize them for their grammatical errors, but for something reaching this level of funding, you would think that it might be a good idea to get someone to help. Anyway... It took us three years to be here. That means we did many tests with different components to make it functional. This the way Triton can produce enough oxygen for a human to breathe from. Unsurprisingly, the admission that the product didn't work as advertised didn't go down well. A 17-minute video by YouTuber Thunderfoot titled, Triton Artificial Gill, busted! Detailing the many reasons why the product wouldn't work went viral, picking up, as of now, five point seven million views in response to the now overwhelming criticism, Saeed said quote Over the past week, we have received several requests for more video footage and evidence that demonstrates Triton's technology. Since launching, we have been protecting our proprietary technology because it's so important to our success, but after careful consideration, we think it's important to share these details and clarify how the device works. Oh no. Inside of each Triton, the artificial gills utilize liquid oxygen, which, combined with the other components, allow users to breathe underwater, which you can see in the video above. We will release more information about the liquid oxygen cylinders and safety strap. No idea what the safety strap is. Note that the liquid oxygen cylinders won't last forever, so we plan to make it possible for backers to purchase and exchange cylinders through our website. They will come in packs of 1, 3, and 5, and we'll list prices as soon as they're finalized. We're also working on a solution to make them refillable. We wanted to share this at the beginning of the campaign, but we're hesitant because we also wanted to protect our intellectual property. Right. So now, after facing criticism, they've suddenly changed their tune and are saying, it doesn't actually work like we said it worked. Um, that was the tech our super secret technology and actually it just uses liquid oxygen and, but also the gills are still important and also you're not just going to be able to swim around for 45 minutes and then charge 1000 times faster and then hop back in and swim smart. Now you actually gotta 45 minutes and you gotta change out the cylinder which isn't refillable. Yes, this seems just fine. <sighs> On April 1st, the company closed the campaign and issued a full refund to all backers. On April 1st, they then immediately proceeded to relaunch the campaign with a new video explaining that the Triton Gill actually uses tiny compressed liquid oxygen cylinders to provide up to 45 minutes of runtime and are non-refillable, at least for now. And instead of charging at a thousand times speed, you just have to keep replacing these cartridges. They also released a YouTube video that was supposed to show someone swinging around for more than 12 minutes using the device, a video I'm unable to find, and honestly, I don't think it would be that hard to fake. Now, in theory, in theory, liquid oxygen could work. Liquid oxygen has an expansion ratio of 860 to 1 at room temperature at sea level pressure. So, wow, you could probably fit enough liquid oxygen in a small tank to breathe for quite a while. Now, this doesn't address the issue of breathing pure oxygen. uh uh-huh. They seem to be ignoring this. Not to mention that liquid oxygen is very dangerous and extremely flammable. It's used in rocket fuel, so, like, that can give you an idea of how flammable. Oxygen is a liquid between minus 361.82 degrees Fahrenheit and... Minus 182.96 degrees Fahrenheit. Ah, so it has to be kept very cold. In order for oxygen to be compressed to a liquid at room temperature, it needs to be held at about 12,641 PSI. Wow. So, for the mask to work, it must either keep the oxygen below 182.96 degrees below... 0 Fahrenheit, or hold it at a pressure of over 12,641 PSI. Maintaining the level of cooling necessary to keep oxygen in a liquid state would take an immense amount of power and bulky refrigeration equipment, Uh which is definitely not fitting in an area the size of a garage door opener. And... Storing it at over 12,000 PSI within inches of your face seems like a catastrophically terrible idea. What about those jet boosters we just dropped to ourselves? The what now? You know,
1: in the future we're all breathing with this thing and we have jet boosters.
0: Yes, this all seems like a great idea then. And just imagine what happens if you leave it in a hot car. Imagine explaining that to insurance. I left my sketchy Indiegogo mask that lets me breathe underwater with artificial gills, patented microtechnology, in my car, and it exploded. Yeah, it was liquid oxygen, that's why it it, it was a gigantic fireball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one other thing to note. Their claim as to how the artificial gill extracts oxygen from the water was that it has holes small enough to allow the oxygen to pass through
1: sir but... we don't need a scientific explanation please
0: what no we do it's just
1: i just need to take down your basic information so we can process it as quickly as possible in order to do that for a timely manner we just need your information, some details. We don't necessarily need a uh, scientific explanation, sir. Uh-huh
0: thing go boom <laughs> uh okay, Their filter was supposed to have holes so small that oxygen could pass through, but water couldn't, which does not really make sense because water is h two o it just doesn't make any sense. You have to separate it somehow. Here's the best part oxygen atoms are larger than hydrogen atoms.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. If you're gonna have holes, their membrane isn't gonna
0: work. It's going to give you hydrogen. You're gonna breathe hydrogen. If this was even possible, it wouldn't give you oxygen. Back to their now tanks instead of lungs, which it, but they're saying it still needs the uh, gills it's it, they're saying it they still need the gills even though they're using liquid oxygen which still doesn't make any sense but whatever anyway and if it was just compressed gas and not if it was not compressed to the point of a liquid if it was just compressed it would be good for a few dozen breaths so still nowhere near their claims and many people agreed that this approach was nearly as impossible as the last claim When met with more overwhelming evidence that the Triton Gill was a steaming pile of BS, people decided to... back the new campaign! Of course. I would be surprised if nobody did. Of course. And let me just point out that, clearly, the people backing this, even after... after all of this, there's people still backing us. Do you think this is the people that should be swimming around underwater with no training with a device that can kill them if they go deeper than 15 feet. No! Yeah. The second campaign quickly raised $250,000. As far as I can tell, it never shipped. Their Indiegogo campaign page for the new campaign currently says it's coming soon and offers an email sign-up box. The designer's website is now offline, the original campaign is gone, As far as I can tell, there is no company website, and most of the videos were removed from YouTube. I can't find the 12-minute video of it supposedly working anywhere, no matter how much I searched. There was also a mention of a Black Ops version, which appears to be identical, with the exception of the blue plastic accent being black.
1: Wouldn't you make a ton more money selling this to the military?
0: I mean, if your battery was actually 30 times more energy-dense and charged a thousand times faster.
1: Even if the battery was the same thing, assuming the device worked, I can definitely see the military buying this up.
0: Yeah, if you could do this, why it would be a Kickstarter campaign, I don't know. Makes no sense. You could patent this, and then make... So much money off just licensing it. Mm Mm-hmm. And the astounding lack of any common sense or critical thinking on the part of all the people that backed this thing is just astounding. And like, okay, maybe the people that backed it in the first 24 hours, like, I guess they're less foolish, but... At the point where... It had been going on long enough that there were news stories and there were experts explaining all the ways it doesn't work. like And the viral video! Yes. Like, if you see something that looks too good to be true, maybe Google it. Just maybe Google it before That's you lay down work. $300. $300.
1: It's only
0: $300? That's cheap! They also had packs of, of several of them. They had five of them for $1,100. I have no idea how many people backed which quantities, and they had other quantities too, which I don't remember, but, um, yeah. Uh. Also, their video is not very good. It's just not very good. It's mostly a dude swimming around in a pool while music and far-fetched claims play. It's... Not very compelling.
1: But you see, by pressing onto this pump, it enables the bike to go up to 60 miles per hour.
0: (laughs) The force of two Teslas. Yeah! This one, I just am left astounded by how bad it gets. And people kept buying. Yeah. It's incredible. Why do you think they exist?
1: Because they're profitable.
0: Yeah. I guess you just disappear with 250 grand. I'm a little bit surprised that they decided to cancel the original campaign and refund Mm
1: -hmm. all of the backers. Like,
0: they had $900,000. Like, that probably buys a lot of fake identities.
1: But it doesn't even buy a house in LA.
0: Darn. Yeah. Yeah. And sports cars, because. What good is a one-square-mile private island without sports cars? You can drive them very fast in a very small circle. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. And the fact that it was on April 1st, I find interesting.
1: I find that hilarious.
0: Well, yeah, don't fund sketchy Kickstarter campaigns. Or Indiegogo campaigns. You would think that Indiegogo would start requiring, like, working prototypes like Kickstarter does. I assume it's probably not that hard to fool Kickstarter. I don't know. Maybe they have actual engineers reviewing stuff and seeing if it makes sense. And if it, like, obeys the laws of physics. But, ugh. Don't you wish you can go back
1: three seconds in time? With this device, all you gotta do is press a button, and you go back three
0: seconds. So, do you see yourself from three seconds ago standing there? Is it effectively a way to, like, duplicate yourself? No, you don't
1: duplicate. You just go back in time three seconds ago. Two before you press the button. You also don't remember pressing it?
0: Oh. Well, that's completely useless. No, that's a cover-up story. Oh, so you shoot someone and then you're like Beep. Huh? I didn't shoot anyone. No that no <laughs> Okay, I'm a little no. lost here. <laughs> <laughs> ah
1: Someone sent somebody to help me. <laughs> Sean's doing his evil laughter again. <laughs>
0: I don't know. You said cover story, so I just assumed. For the product, for the product, not murder. Uh...
1: (laughs) We do not endorse (laughs) murdering or shooting people or any kind.
0: Yeah, that's probably a good policy. Well, okay. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I'm sure it was a great use of your time. I hope you were stopped at a red light and had your windows down, and someone pulled up alongside (laughs) you on a motorcycle and. Gave you a really funny (laughs) look. And then, as the light turned green and they sped away from you as quickly as possible, you shouted after them, No, it's just water-cooled potato.
1: (sighs) No further comment.
0: Thanks for listening. We have a Patreon. Give us money. Bye. Bye.